Are you ready, Catherine? I'm so ready, Jade. I'm so ready for this. Okay, so I first of all wanted to just thank you guys so much for listening to last week's episode. It was like a hard one for me to release, but I mean, you guys have just completely exceeded all expectations of like how it would affect you and the people that would relate to it. And I'm so grateful that so many of you reached out with your own stories and I just really appreciate this community, and I know that sounds so fucking lame as it's coming out of my mouth, but (laughs) I just appreciate you guys, and I'm really glad that that last week's episode is out, and if you haven't listened to it, listen to that one, or just listen to this one, because we got some hot new stuff to talk about with you. Uh, We do. Jade, I mean, first things first, you and I are in video together. You can see that I have a different look going on. I was literally about to say, your (laughs) lip gloss is Pop it. I have not been a lip gloss girl since I think 2008. I am like matte lipstick for life, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to live. No, she's got frosted lips. <laughs> it is absolutely unbelievable. I literally noticed it first thing. I was like, thank you for debuting this look on this show. I'm so grateful. I don't even know if I can like really. The chic bun and the, the lip gloss pop is just too much. I'm intimidated sitting across from you. <laughs> I'm like I it almost was like too much for like even our Zoom, our private Zoom. My my lips are like quite. <laughs> no, the, it's giving me the energy I need today. Good. Okay, can I just admit something that really really annoys me? Kind of like irrationally annoys me, but like right now everything irrationally annoys me because I am PMSing. So enter this episode at your own risk because she is feeling spicy today. <laughs> Tell me. This is so random, but we're, we are, are going to talk about more pet peeves of ours and mm-hmm. controversial dislikes and things. Mm-hmm. This one is just really getting my goat. Do people say that? Like, Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That gets my goat. It's annoying the fuck out of me for, yes. in layman's terms. It really grinds my gears. It grinds my fucking gears. When parents... First of all, I rarely want to hear about your kid in general. You know what I mean? Like any cute story that you have is like probably not cute to me, especially because I don't have kids. So sorry, because I probably will be that parent that like shares a bunch like that too. But first of all, I don't understand it. But when parents say, oh, like my kid's in the 95th percentile of height, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Do people ever say that to you? Yes. Yes. I mean, like, I know what it means. Do you know what it means? No, no, no. I don't even know what it means. And, like, don't even try to explain it to me because math, when math goes into my brain, it literally goes, like, it's an earthquake in there. It just means they're bigger than 95% of other kids. I think. I might totally be wrong. Okay, I'm like, go fuck yourself. Say they're tall for their age and call it a day. Yes. I didn't even care to begin with. Don't bring math into it. No. Don't tell me your kid is 34 months old. Like, tell me however many years that is. Almost Save it for the grandparents that give a shit. You know what I mean? Write it on your blog. Just spare me from the percentile conversation. No. Unless they're literally like in the 99.99, you know what I mean? If they're like- Then they're huge for their age. Or particularly small. God bless. Like, let's talk about that. (laughs) Don't tell me this nonsense. I don't care about their pediatrician visit. No. It like really drives me crazy. (laughs) No, agreed. Agreed. Well, anyway. So I really think that we should start these shows Mm -hmm. with- an enemy number one of the week. Ooh. You know what I mean? So like Ooh. whether it's – it can be all kinds of things. It's just what or who is enemy number one of the week. Can I tell you my enemy right now? Yeah, what? This is an experiential enemy that I'm having. Girl, you know how sometimes before your period your nipples hurt? 
no, I that really ever wanted to, to yum your yum there. <laughs> and I really, I don't know that. I know the butthole pang. No, it's not a not, it's not a yum. No, you know the butthole pang? Like that random like surge of electricity you get like in your butthole like a couple days before your period? No. no. Okay, <laughs> listeners, please back me, avenge me on this. This happens. I swear to God. I'm like, I saw it on TikTok. It does happen. What? Butthole pangs? Yes. Ugh. Butthole pain. Like pain? Like one surge where it just is like, whoa. And then wow, like, I have never gotten that. I, I'm going to keep a lookout, though, because sometimes I don't like put two and two together. Yeah, you're just like, my butthole's hurts. hurting. And then right. I don't realize this. I always have like a little bit of like nipple tenderness before my period. No, no, no. Like my nipples hurt or like my boobs really hurt the day before or like two days before my period, like always. But just in addition to the butthole pain. This week, it is out of this world. My boobs hurt so bad. I literally every night this week, I sleep on my stomach and I have woken you up. Really? Yes. I'm a stomach wow. sleeper. I know with these drugs, it's it's kind of crazy. That's but, incredible. Yeah. yeah that's but I just feat. get real comfy. But no, I have woken up every night this week because I'm like in pain. Like my nipples hurt so bad I can't lay on Fuck. them. I mean, like, Calgary, is it time for a pregnancy test or what? I, it might be. But I like just, so, you know, I went in for a colonoscopy this week. But they <laughs> yes, did a pregnancy true. test beforehand. And I'm like, they would have told me if it was positive, right? A hundred percent. A hundred. And as someone who has received that positive notice, yes, they would absolutely um, tell you. BTW. Have yeah, no they would def- No, they would definitely tell you. But if you yeah. had a kid, I wouldn't let you talk about what percentile they're in. So maybe it's not worth having. <laughs> I I would never. I would never. How dare you think that I would think that was interesting? Like me, <laughs> a youth with no children. Like you think, oh yeah, she'll love this. Jade, who loves math. and lo-, You know what I mean? No, absolutely not. And child sizes. L- like I could literally give less of a shit. I cannot. I like, unless he's in the NBA at three yeah, years old. Like, unless I don't care. your kid says something that's like funny enough that like a comedian would repeat the story. Like, don't tell exactly. me the thing your kid said or did. Yeah, or if it's like she said that Jade looks like a princess. Like, sure, I need that, you know, gas I mean, me up. We need that validation. From your three-year-old. That's like literally all I need to hear about your children. Yes, exactly. Okay, so back to <laughs> enemy number one. What is your enemy number one of this week? Enemy number one of the week is people. And I have a lot of these people in my life. So if you're listening, fucking stop it. So <laughs> people that when you're meeting for lunch or dinner, right? Yeah. Let's say it's like 6 p.m. Because I have dinner at 6 p.m. Literally all my <laughs> dinner plans are at 6 p.m. No, it is true. We had dinner the other day and my husband made the reservations. Yes. And he made them for 5.15 because we love you, We Jade. meaning the collective we. Like yeah. me, Dylan, Brad, and Catherine had yes. dinner. Yes. We were like, this is our gift to you. Sunday it night, is, 5.15. It, no, I actually take it as such a gift. It's like I will have to – I'll be so much more fun. I will remember mm-hmm. it so much more fondly. Mm-hmm. Just like make it earlier make it Mm -hmm. lunch you know okay anyway Mm -hmm. but some people that pride themselves on punctuality let's say you're supposed to meet at six right and they get there at 5 45 and they text you here yeah you know (laughs) but we weren't supposed to meet at 5 45 we're supposed to meet at six so what are you doing giving me anxiety if i get into a car accident it's your fault you know what I mean? Yep. The the yep. surge of stress. You, like you're not allowed to text the person you're meeting that you're there until the meeting time. If you want to get there early, you don't get extra points. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you got there 15 early, that's on you. Dude. Yeah. That's like your time to scroll Instagram or whatever else you need to do. Don't put that shit on me. No. <laughs> you know? Like what? I haven't even left my house yet, but now I feel like I'm late. Yeah. Jade, are you someone who is punctual in general? It's hit or miss. Like, I'm either, like, right on time or I'm a little late. Yeah. 
But I've decided, like, I'm going to turn into a 95-year-old woman and get go to the hair salon once a week. Yeah. So that taking out the hair time, you know, I get yes. it done and then it's nice, you know, like for my weekly wash. Just I just walk I get, out the door. It's wonderful. That's my new thing. Mm-hmm. I was going to say something about... Oh, I was, I was going to say something about how ugly I look right now. No. You know why I'm you know why I feel like I look ugly right now? Is it because your lips are not shining with the light of a thousand Literally, suns? exactly. <laughs> yes, it is. But I'm like fuck you because I feel like before you get married, everyone else I know has gotten this like surge of like beauty, you know? I have I'm I'm still awaiting my surge of beauty. But the other day I had a really healthy thought. So the other day I was like thinking to myself, because I went fucking in this weekend eating wise. You ever just like really like Jesus take the wheel. Let's go for it. I'm like, you know what? My body wants it. My body needs it. My grandma had that same mentality. And I feel like it's just I don't know. I'm just like kind of sick of having rules. Like I think the filters and like face tune ability and all that shit on Instagram is actually having the opposite effect on me. Mm -hmm. I think it affects a lot of people negatively. It affects me positively. I'll tell you why. Because sometimes when I'm like, oh, fuck, I have this like dimple on my ass or something. In the past, I might have been like, wow, I got to do this old fashioned way and like get rid of that. Now I'm like, I can edit that shit out. Yeah, I can look look like the Loch Ness Monster and y'all would never know. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like it just all that matters is how you look online. Exactly. Who cares what you look like in real life? Who cares what you look like in real life? It's amazing. (laughs) But this is how I know that we're evolving and changing and nearing our 30s. So I was thinking the other day, like, when I was really eating, like, a shit ton, and I was like, okay, like, I had that, you know, classic Sunday thought where I was like, okay, this week we're going to rein it in, and we're going to eat it, like, you know, we're going to do all that bullshit. Mm -hmm. And then I thought to myself, almost immediately, yes, Jade, you have one precious life. This is exactly how it came (laughs) out of my head. Jade, you have one precious life on this planet. (laughs) And I just can't fucking care anymore. I love that journey for you. You know what I mean? We have one precious life. Don't treat your body like a sewer, you know, no, all the time. But like, get the special. Yeah. And you know what? Take half of it home and enjoy it again tomorrow for lunch. You know what I mean? I just can't give a shit anymore. No. Nope. Nope. If I look shitty, that's on you. That's your problem. <laughs> like the other day, I ran into someone before my hair was going to be done and. I looked like shit. Like, I looked like absolute ass. I had, like, a <laughs> zit on my face. And I was, like, really spiraling about that they saw me in this vulnerable state yes. before my hair was curled. And then I just couldn't care. I couldn't no. bring myself to care for that long That is the power of your 30s, Jay. That's the growth. Yeah, I just was like, let me change the fucking channel. Like, yes. let's get over it. There are so many days since I've turned 30 that I'm like oh, holy shit, this thing that I was so concerned about or my weight or my this or the shape of this body part or whatever. And I'm just like, holy shit, I look amazing. Look what my body can do. And some of that's intentional, like changing self-talk. But a lot of it is just like, you just are like, guess what? This is how, this is what I bring to the world. This is how I present. And I fucking love it. So, like, I'm at the stage before that, which is, like, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just, like, okay, t- I mm-hmm. can't. Talk about how shitty I looked with your friends. Like, you'll be the loser that's talking about that all day. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Who has the time? You know who has actually amazing things to say about this is Emma oh. Thompson. Who's she, that? actor, British actor, extraordinaire. Not Emma Watson. Not Emma Watson. She's much older. She okay. was, like, married to Kenneth Branagh and – She's, you know, you Sorry, know Emma who Thompson. she is. Love you. I don't know who you are, but it's fine. Hold on, I'm going to show you. That is Emma Thompson. I don't know who the fuck that is. What? I- I'm going to be Jade. real with you. 
Jade. I don't know who that fuck that is. <laughs> is that bad? <laughs> you didn't watch as much Sense and Sensibility and like shit like that when you I've were I've never even 12, heard of that. Like I did. Oh, I hate this. Sh- I hate this show. <laughs> okay. Well, this is what she has to say. So she's just in this HBO show where she is a woman in her 60s whose husband dies and she's like, I've never had an orgasm. And so I'm going to like hire this like hot young sex worker and like figure out how to have an orgasm. Uh And she's naked in it and she's in her 60s and whatever else. And Wait, I she... think Dylan was – is the cover of that show, like, her in bed, her on yes, a bed? Yes, with a guy. Okay, I think like Dylan was watching that at some point. Yes, and she just – There's a whole she... world after I fall asleep at 9 p.m. <laughs> that I'm not a part of, but I'm just completely excluded <laughs> from. Yes. But she was on one of the late-night talk shows, and they were like, so how did you feel about doing these nude scenes and stuff? And she's like, who has time to waste worrying about their body? Like, mm. that is the least of anyone's concerns ever is, like – what your body looks like. Just, your body is here to serve you. So that public enemy number one is people that show up 15 minutes early and text you. Yes. Number two is portrait mode. Fuck portrait mode. <laughs> Do you like portrait mode? It, like, I it, think portrait mode got worse. I have hated every single picture of myself in portrait mode. Because they're fucking blurry and there's like chunks missing from your hair and stuff. It's the worst. And like, I don't, oh my God, talk about a a self-esteem drop. I like don't need to see myself like that. (laughs) Like, do not. You don't need to be 3D. No. Oh God, no. (laughs) I strive to only exist in the two-dimensional form. (laughs) You know what I feel bad about? A lot of people have been talking about married people giving dating advice. Oh, okay. And like how annoying it is. Because <laughs> they're like, you already did it. Shut up about it. But we also like, you don't realize how quickly you lose touch. Mm. No, I fully realize that I am not in touch. I, just so you know, online dating was new when I got married. Yeah. It was new. So like, I fully understand that I don't understand a thing about. I've never been on an app. No. That's a cultural divide between me and my friends. Completely. I go on their apps all the time just to like immerse myself in the culture. While we can't speak to, like, dating at all, I feel yeah. like I can't. we can speak to the relationship yes, idea, the long-term relationship mm-hmm. quandaries, you know? Mm-hmm. And someone the other day asked me, do you ever get the ick from your fiancé or your boyfriend or whatever? And, like, is that a red flag? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the? Once a week. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, all a, the time. 100%. Like, Obviously. That's the thing is I think we need to, like – disassociate from our thoughts like a little bit you know what i mean sometimes thoughts are just thoughts and like everything does not mean everything all the time after you've smelled someone else's fecal matter Mm -hmm. you're gonna get icked by them sometimes you ever Mm -hmm. hear them talk about sports with their friends like vomit you know what i mean even little things like you're gonna get the ick from whoever you're dating it's gonna happen and then you know what you're also gonna be like oh my god i'm i fucking love you so hard sometimes well it's kind of like my relationship with myself like yesterday yeah i was an insecure toad i was like so upset at myself, like hated myself so much. And then this morning I woke up and I was like, your shit doesn't stink. You are princess of Genovia. Like nothing's wrong with you. And I get whiplash from my own brain. But that is such a good analogy, though, because that is how we feel about ourselves. Like totally. Just like how I was saying, like some days you walk in and you look at yourself in the mirror and you literally are like, oh, my God, what's happening? And other days you're like, damn. Right. I can do no wrong. Mm -hmm. You know? 
And with your personality, too. It's not just looks. It's like. Yeah. But I was watching this girl's stories who, like, had asked people for their secrets, which, like, I don't know if people got the memo wrong that, like, Instagram is anonymous because it's not. But these brave (laughs) people were sharing some pretty intense (laughs) secrets. And one girl was like, I keep having sex dreams about my ex and I'm, like, married with five kids. I was like. Bitch, maybe you just ate too much ice cream the night before. Like, yeah. Thought, dreams are dreams are dreams are dreams. You know what I mean? If you're not, okay, let me clarify. If you're not attracted to your significant other anymore, and you also only think about your ex when you're awake, then obviously there's a problem there. But otherwise, you're in the clear as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> just don't tell your significant other. One time I had a sex dream about an ex-boyfriend's brother, uh-huh. and I was like, horrified like I almost felt like everyone knew my dream like I was so embarrassed I was like am I in love with his bro you know what I I was like so riddled with guilt and like adding way too much realness to this completely abstract subconscious dream that I had totally I just think sometimes like we need to learn and by we I mean I also need to learn like some things are worth digging deep And some things are just best left on the surface. Like sometimes your thoughts are just your thoughts. I think we have so many rules for ourselves and are so afraid of maybe realizing that the person's not good enough for you or realizing Mm -hmm. something about life that we like try to beat ourselves to the punch. We're like, okay, if I take this red flag or like this thought and I act on it. And it's like some things are just thoughts. Yeah. I think we try to interpret life or we're like waiting for these big purposeful, powerful moments where we just realize everything. We just realize that person's not the one and we run from the altar. Like those are things that happen in movies. And yeah, we do get bolts from the blue in real life as well, but I don't think they happen as often as we think they do. A lot of our choices we make in life are due to like a series of just living life in ambiguity. Do I want to get married to this person? Do I want to have children? Should I have lunch today? Should I have a salad or a chicken cheeseburger? Whatever. That's not a thing. But you know, what <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm hungry. It sounds good. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. So I feel like that's the thing is like we expect this all or nothing mentality mm-hmm. to like work. And it doesn't. We need to get comfortable living in that gray area. Nine days out of 10, I'm 100% sure about my relationship. Maybe one, I'm, one day I'm not. And it's like, mm-hmm. God damn. All these people mm-hmm. are so – and it has to do with, like, you know, Instagram and everyone, like, promoting their, like, incredible relationships. And, like, when you know, you know. And mm-hmm. I saw someone that said, like, if you don't know with every fiber of your being that you want to marry this person, like, don't do it. People have all that nonsense. And, like – I don't even know that I can – I don't agree with that. Yeah. I just, I just flat out don't – like, I don't think there's ever been a time – in my life that I've known with every fiber of my being about anything unequivocally about anything, yeah. let alone that my relationship is perfect or the one or the only one that I'll have in my lifetime. Right. I love I love Brad, who will be listening to this and editing this yes. show. Hi, Brad. Love you. <laughs> He's wonderful. I knew that I wanted to marry him. I knew that it was the right choice for myself at the time. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you just have to take a leap of faith. I truly believe the only reason we're still together 13 years later after getting Mm -hmm. married is that we worked very hard to make our relationship work. We got a lot of therapy, but also I do think there's a certain amount of dumb luck that we grew together instead of apart. Exactly. No, I especially feel that because I met Dylan so young, Mm -hmm. but it's also like I love Dylan more than I could love any other human on this planet. Mm -hmm. And it's not about him. It's about like, okay, it could be 
your familial trauma with marriage and just like not being sure that your marriage will work out. Or like maybe one of your parents cheated on the other. So you just have like confirmation bias that one day your significant other will inevitably cheat on you. And that's just a way that you think. If I were to tell you like, I know we'll be together till the day I die, I fucking hope so. You know what I mean? But he could have a lobotomy and be, you know. You just never know what's going to happen. You know, someone can have a, like you said, total change of heart, total change totally. of circumstance. They come out of the closet. They whatever. Like they realize something about themselves. That they've always wanted to travel to Antarctica and you're just mm-hmm. not down with that. Whatever it is. Like people do change and they do grow. And I and I think it is as much hard work as it is luck. For sure. I think so too. It's a miracle. Like John said to me once when I was younger in some drunken stupor or like just being dumb and young, I said to him, like when we were in college, I want a really simple life and like I could live in a cardboard box with you. Uh-huh. And I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody told me that. And I was like, thank God. I mean, what false advertising is that? I couldn't be more high maintenance. You know, I was like, you say some crazy things when you first start out. But luckily, he also, you know, is high maintenance. So, like, it worked out. But I was like, wow, what? I lied through my teeth. Well, thank God you guys grew out of that phase. You know, I was like, simple life. What part? I don't want any kind of simple life. You know, know, extraordinarily ordinary is is more what I'm shooting for. I love that. You know, perfect. Okay. Do you think if you've loved someone once, you love them forever? In love with someone. That is loaded. That is loaded because I think I have been, quote unquote, in love with people who were abusive or who were bad and who I now know, like, that was not real love. That was some other sick thing. But I do think it was some kind of in love, quote unquote, situation. There are also people that I've been in love with that I still feel completely warm and wonderful feelings towards who I think I will always love, even though I don't have a relationship with them anymore, really. Because, like, I think the opposite – people think that the opposite of love Mm. is hate. The opposite of love is indifference, like, Mm. for sure, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think that people – they're like, oh, I don't love them. I hate them. And that's a form of love. Hate is hurt love. It's love that has been hurt. Right. And by the by, if you meet someone while you're dating and they say that they hate one of their exes or have deep disdain for any of their exes or call their ex crazy, run. Run as fast as you can. That is a red flag. Yeah. (laughs) My high school boyfriend. I'm like, I feel like I'll always remember him fondly. Right. You know what I mean? But you're not in love with that person. I mean, couldn't be further. Like, absolutely not. So that's how you think I know. Like, brother, it's like brotherly love. Like, how you're like, think about a cut. Yeah. I mean, I. Like, I have had not a sex dream about him. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) That's not happened. But God bless him. But yeah, where you like see their kid on Instagram and you're like, oh, sweet. God bless. You can comment and like. Just like you. Yeah. Nice. Thank God it's not mine. You know? Yeah. You have like that moment of like, oh, thank God. And you just feel like you want them to be happy and have a wonderful life and – but you're not, like, ready to leave your, you know, intimate partner to go be with not them. Not close. And, right. Right. I think the opposite of in love is indifferent and kind I of, like, hoping for their best interest. But, you know. I completely agree because hate is a whole other – it's, like, the same level of passion. It's just flipped. Totally. Yeah. Totally. It takes mm-hmm. the same amount of effort and energy. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 
I need to know some of your controversial dislikes. <gasps> oh, Jade. No, this is a friendship ender. Oh, I think this is like, this is, might be a breakup with, with everyone listening also. <laughs> like, this is my last episode. I, mine are bad. Mine are bad. I'm too honest on this show. If you already don't hate me, then we're in good standing. Jade, do you want to start or do you want me to start? I'll start. We'll go one for one. We'll go one for one. I'll die on this cross. All right. Okay. Number one, I'll start soft. Okay. I have a thesis paper essay. I could go on and on and on about why I hate this. I hate brunch. Don't invite (gasps) me to brunch. I don't want to go to brunch. I don't like brunch culture. (laughs) I don't believe in it. I, I really, I think the brunch thing has gone too far. Too far. I do one agree time, it's gone too far. I think I was scarred because one time I was invited to a brunch at two p.m. You know, okay, okay, which is like actively lunch. That's lunch. It's, it is fully lunch. That's lunch. Yes. Go fuck yourself. That's lunch. Like, don't try to make lunch <laughs> fancier than it needs to be. So I was. I didn't know whether to eat or not. I was like riddled with anxiety. Like, this is basically dinner. I'm, I'm like starting my day at 2 p.m. I'm like so confused. I'm like, should I eat breakfast? But there's going to be breakfast foods at this brunch that's at 2 p.m. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, like. I hate that. I just don't like it. Like wearing a floral dress to like (laughs) bottomless mimosas. I'm like, I'd rather drink a fifth of vodka in my house. You know what I mean? Obviously, that's (laughs) you have a problem. But like, what the hell? I don't really see myself gelling with the brunch girls of the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, unless like, you know, there are exceptions. to the I like a choice because I like to wake up late. See, you're an early riser. Yeah, exactly. I like to wake up late and I like to eat breakfast foods. So that's why I do enjoy a brunch. But I do think the cutoff for calling it brunch is 1 p.m. Total. And then, like, I'm confused. I'm eating breakfast and lunch at the same time. Like, I don't want to chew. <laughs> Invite me to Liner all day long. I, I'm like, let's make Liner happen rather than brunch. Like, fuck brunch. I'm into Liner that. is, at least those are the same food categories. Because then, yeah. God forbid, you go to a brunch with a buffet at like a, you know, I don't know where the hell there's buffets these days. But <laughs> you can have a chicken cheeseburger for a Liner. <laughs> You're going to have a chicken cheeseburger with a side of French toast and the bagel cream cheese is now yes. on the salad. That You know what I mean? It's, it's too yeah. hectic. It's chaotic. It's chaotic. Yeah. I don't like it at all. Okay, that's my number one. You tell me your number one. <laughs> okay, I'll start light too. I'll start light too. If you say anything about the housewives, I'll have to kill you. No, I, I'm, I'm fine with the housewives. I have no problem. Okay, thank you. I used to be like, oh, it's a lot of yelling, but I'm like, I don't care. If, it you know, is. Whatever. I'm not gonna yuck anybody's yum there for sure. No, we'll come for you. <laughs> I know. That's also, I'm like, <laughs> be I afraid of the Bravo community. Bad. It's, it can be dark. Uh, I. Uh, I hate Shrek. I hate the oh. movie. I hate all the movies. Actually, I think wow. I only saw the first one. But I loathe them. And I think that I thought that, like, w- when I saw it. Traitor. I, <laughs> I'm like a traitor to your entire generation. Yeah, I thought I, there was nothing funny about it. I hated all the, like, covers of songs. I thought they sounded terrible. And then it got to the <gasps> end. And it was, like. People took it as this like body positivity commentary. <laughs> it is the opposite. It is the opposite, Jade. And here is why. Oh, I no, no, no. Wait, hold on. Who took it as that? I don't think anyone took it as like a body positivity movement. Oh my God. People were like, the message was so great at the end of that movie. I'm like, the message that she should change herself for a man? Okay, please show yourself, reveal yourself if this was your landmark movie for body positivity. She has to change herself right. to be a dumpy old green goblin. But she found another that. dumpy old green goblin. Uh, no. She changed no. herself for a man. This is mm. not body positivity. She should have stayed hot and he could love her hot. 
It is okay. shallow hell energy, and I am Lord not here for it. Not a laugh. Not you didn't get it. No, the three pigs. No, no, that's like hilarious. <laughs> Are you kidding? No, nope. that is fucking hilarious. Oh wow. Ixnay. Ixnay. No donkey. No. No donkey for you. No. 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 Wow. No. I mean, like, was I there a bad the experience attached to this? Just watching it. <laughs> Okay, I'm like, I'm not judging. But it has become truly a beloved, a beloved movie. Yeah. Don't you think the concept of Shrek is like very creative? Like all these fairy tale creatures get put in jail or whatever? I could see that. Or like you they're know? all like in the same. Like I, Pinocchio. I, as a girl who loved Roger Rabbit growing up where it's like all these random characters. Oh, you're really dating yourself right I, now. You know, I really am. <laughs> I really am. I loved Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But let me just tell you. I don't fuck with Shrek. Well, see, I think Jessica Rabbit set off a real... I actually think she did curvy before Kim Kardashian oh, yeah. did. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like, we think Kim Kardashian broke the mold. I think Jessica Rabbit broke the mold. But she's like... Hell yeah. She's unattainably kind of, you know? Yeah. She had the BBL before the rest of us. Yeah. yeah. She's like Barbie, but more accentuated. Okay, that's interesting. I have a yuck that's similar. Okay. And we're going to lose our whole audience. There it goes. <laughs> I love you. Bye. And I think I don't like it because everyone thinks that I would love it. And mm-hmm. I love to be a contrarian in that way. Like, don't you, don't think you know me. You don't know me. You know? <laughs> I don't like The Office. Oh, that's I know. Tricky. I know. I'm like the, offending people's families out here. I know. I, maybe it's just like I can't get into it or like I never have. But Did you ever like watch episodes that were not like the first season? No. Okay. But I also know, like now I'm like, it's so annoying. Like I know every quote from it, like down to like the musical songs because like people are just like, you know what I think I don't like? I don't Hmm. like things that turn into personality traits. Brunch. The office. You know what I mean? Like make your own jokes. Like Ace Ventura for like a whole generation of young men was their whole personality. Yes. So it was just like a bunch of little pet detectives running around? Again, dating myself. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm like, who? No, I know who Ace Ventura. But I mean, a pet detective, I can get behind that. Taco will not let me watch any shows. Why? He barks at the TV for everything. We just started Game of Thrones over. We can't get through one scene because all the horses. It's absolutely insane. I'm going to post a video on my Instagram because it's like Please. insane. And I like don't know whether or not to punish him for it because I'm like, it's really his one vice in this world. <laughs> He's defending your honor. He really, no, it like, it incenses him. He like can't. Oh, that can't. is real cute, and Jade. My last yuck. Are you uh-huh. ready for it? Uh-huh. It's so, I mean, it's so on brand. Yeah. Baby showers. Exclude me from it. Yeah. Exclude, I mean, like, you know, I, here's what I don't like about it. I don't like bridal showers really either. Yeah. I think I'd prefer a baby shower over a bridal shower if I, like, gun to my head, you know? Yeah, yeah. But- I don't like women expected to be in a floral dress mm-hmm. on the weekend day when you leave your husband because somehow or your partner because somehow they they were magically They're excluded, excluded from this yeah. narrative. Like exclude me from this narrative. You yeah. get there, you eat some bullshit sandwich and like maybe a salad. You know yeah. what I mean? Like something that's so grotesque. And you have to like talk to someone's aunt that you don't know what to say anything right. to. You know what I mean? Like how to make conversation to them. And they put you on the spot. They're like, it's guess how well you spot. know the bride or how well you know the mom to be and like any <laughs> advice. I'm like, don't talk about 95th percentile. You know what I mean? Like that's the only advice <laughs> I have. It's very boring guessing game. It's games. so boring and self-indulgent. And I'm yeah. like, 
I hate, and then you like sit there for an hour opening gifts in front of people, which is like my worst nightmare for things that y- you picked out, but you picked it out. Yes. You picked it out. You know what I mean? Yes. You registered for it. You picked it out. Yeah. It's like, and then people just size you up. Like they're like, oh, who brought this <laughs> gift from like this place? And I'm like insecure about my gift. Insecure about what I'm wearing because I'm allergic to floral dresses. You know what I mean? It's like. We need to find you like a pastel stripe number that uh, like you don't have to put on a floral. I like let loose eating wise on the weekend, right? Like I just really like I'm I'm full and bloated the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. There is not one time. I'm like, bye, Dylan's sitting on the fucking couch smoking a joint, watching sports, like having the best day like, of his why life. Why am I not doing this? Why am I expected to go eat a nissoise salad, some bullshit with like a fruit in it? <laughs> I hate it. Sorry, I curse so much on this show. It's, it's okay. So, bad. so this is what I can't get behind is a baby shower where then the baby daddy is invited. No. And they bring like flowers no. and some nonsense. Yeah. I mean, he's fine to come and like carry the shit to the car at the end. Right. But like, no, get you come the in man and you clap. out no, of No, I there. think Dylan is literally waiting for that at my bridal shower. Like, Aww. you know, he would love that to walk in with flowers. Everyone claps for him. Like, that is Dylan to a T. Okay, he can come to your bridal shower. I'm going to be sitting it. there pouting. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. so antiquated to me. Like, it invite is. the men. Invite the fucking men. Invite. Oh, no, I know, like them out. Except for Dylan, really? he could come. Just I'm Dylan. like, God, why are why do I have to go to this? And you don't. You know what I mean? You inseminated me. Mm-hmm. This is on this you, buddy. Is, last I checked, this was a two-man team. Like, now well, I just have to go <laughs> do these bullshit games for, like, four hours and uh, eat brunch. So, okay, that's where you really lose me. Yes. It's, it's a yes. brunch slash, that's, that's a baby why. shower. It's a Woo. crossover brunch baby shower situation where you have to talk about percentiles. This show has really had the adverse effect on my life that I was expecting it to. And because now people that know me that listen to it, uh-huh. nearly everyone in my life, when they call me now, like if they even really need to call me, mm-hmm. they'll preface by saying, I'm so sorry for calling you. I know you hate it. <laughs> and I'm like, you can't hold me to my hates. You know, like now I'm going to get disinvited <laughs> from all these baby showers and I'm going to be butthurt about it. <laughs> you know, like, nobody like, invited me to their baby shower. Right. But it's yes. like, come on, can we just all get behind something a little more fun? Like I was saying yeah. to Dylan, I was like, let's all go to Color Me Mine for like a baby yeah. shower. You know, like paint a and say, little like, bowl. And say like, send me the gifts to my house. Yeah. Give me the bowl you made. You know what I mean? At my baby, like. Give me right. something to do, you know, yeah. besides like guessing your middle name or what the I'm baby's going to be fucking named. Like, how dare you? Because they don't even know yet. The baby's not here. I know I'm being a brat, but these games are just insufferable. It's always like, who said I love you first? And then it's like some freak best friend from home that's like, it was Rachel. It was Rachel dying to win. Like her life depends on it. <laughs> it's like, I don't, it just feels sexist and weird to me. It It is all of those things. You know? But it's also just like, tradition i guess i guess jade can i tell you my final my final tell me your final yes unpopular opinion and you might break up with me oh my god i'm ready to is, is it diet pepsi because that's what i'm drinking about? no i i'll forgive you a diet pepsi moment okay this episode is brought to you in part by diet pepsi okay <laughs> jade i i'm not saying she's bad i think she's probably great <laughs> i think <Okay. laughs> All the asterisks, like if she does a thing for you, amazing. And I know she does for like every woman except for me. So I kind of feel like I'm the one who's left out of this. I'm scared. I know you are. I don't vibe with Brene Brown. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Okay. No, <laughs> I'm swallowing ha- her anger. I have thoughts. No, I have thoughts. I okay. have thoughts. Okay. So while she did open a whole realm of possibilities in the vulnerability space, she does give off extreme soccer mom energy. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like a little Karen-y, a little head of the PTA mm-hmm. kind of energy. And she's a little bit angry, which like I don't yes. have a problem with that at all. I really yes. don't. I think for me, it's like she's a little too analytical for my brain. Uh-huh. It's something about- she's a researcher, and it's, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's the research part, but it's also like I've tried, I've read like a couple of her books. Uh-huh. I've watched all the, you know, TED Talks and everything. And I think she's brilliant and wonderful. And I can totally tell why like most women, including you, like love her. And yeah. like she's cracked all these women open and taught so many people. But I just I hate her. her. <laughs> I don't vibe with her. Fuck like, your vulnerabilities. I yeah. Can't, yeah, I can't. Do, I think I'm already like open and vulnerable. And I just, the way she expresses stuff, it's too analytical for me. It doesn't go into my brain. Okay, this brings me to my next point. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hearken on, on this distaste of yours. <laughs> no, but I really, I, it's true. I understand it. How about that? I'm actually, mm, I, yeah. I'm empathetic to this dislike. Okay. okay but good. I think our pet peeves, mm-hmm. and I'm going to admit this about myself, say something about us. Right? Oh, for sure. I am a pet peeve girl. I -hmm. have 27. I mean, go figure. I have literally 27 (laughs) pet peeves, including but not limited to chewing with your mouth open. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, no. No. Like, I don't I don't I never need to see you again. Like, I have a bunch of little (laughs) things. Yeah. So but then I was thinking to myself, like, what is what do they say about me? Is there someone in your life that Brene reminds you of? I don't know what chewing with your mouth open could say about me, but yeah, no, I think that's a very good point, though. I'm really trying to flip the script on everything and just say, like, okay, where am? Because I have nothing but distaste for so many things and people, mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, where do I come in, and what character defects do I have that's that yeah. these people can anger me so much? Like, what did brunch ever do to me? What I, did I mean, I I, I just you? said 27 things about why there are so many <laughs> reasons. There, I hate day drinking. I hate uh, it. Uh-huh. It makes Unless, like, I'm supposed to be drunk. You know what I mean? Like, in L.A., like, it's brunch. You blow your load too early. The rest of the day yeah. is shot. It's shot. You know? You have a headache by, like, 4 p.m. Yeah. Forced. It's, like, it's re- it's tough. So yeah. let's just, you know, maybe maybe it's an us problem, not a them problem. Yeah. No, I fully know that, like, me not vibing with Brene Brown is a me problem. But, but I maybe just... it's – no, I, I think there's some truth to your sentiments. She is borderline abrasive. Yeah. But we're going to get her on this yeah. show. Like, you know. Hell yeah, we are. And I'm going to vibe so hard with her. Gonna, we're going to change your fucking mind. This is going to be great <laughs> advertisement to her coming on the show. Yes. Are you territorial over your name? Yes, but I'm also kind of, I feel like a big pussy because a lot of times people will try to change my name to like Cat or Kathy or whatever. And I, mm-hmm. I, it's hard for me to be like, don't call me that. Because mm-hmm. I'm a people pleaser. That's a but, tu- that yeah. yeah. That's a tough boundary to create. Because like they're doing it out of like affection, but you're so not a Kathy. There's such a difference no. between a Catherine, a Kathy, a cat. A you cat. Know? That's a why Katie. I love my name. Different. I love my name because you can't fu- you can't play with it. No. It's very indicative of who I am as a person, and I love my name. It's my favorite yes. thing about myself, which is probably I a problem love it for you. But I love my name. I, I did not choose it. I can say it. it I, I love my name. And I get very irrationally angry when people 
use my when new babies are born with my name. I feel like mm. Jade is a privilege, not a right. It is really yeah. like, yeah, I just don't want other Jades in the world. And there are mm-hmm. some lame ass people naming their kid Jade, and I'm like, I I'm don't take I'm my sure name and do that with true. it. You know, yeah, I'm territorial. I want to name my own daughter Jade. You should you should have Jade Junior. Like Lorelai Gilmore style. I feel like there's so few people named Catherine who go by Catherine That's that true. when I meet another one, I'm like, oh, I like it. I Yeah, you I know. like meeting another fully formed Jade, adult Jade. I just don't <laughs> like knowing that no don't baby invite me Jade. to a baby shower. If your baby shower is a brunch and you're naming your child Jade, it's over for us. No, you'll never it's speak over. to that I mean, unless again. it's a tribute to me. You know, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. A jade after the jade is fine. Okay, well, when and if I ever have a child, I'm going to name her Please. or him Jade. Well, I mean, it, that, the time could be now, given your nipple tenderness. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you the craziest thing before we part? Please. This is like a murder mystery story. These are for all the, those true crime fans. Oh, which is me, by the way. Yeah, so you know I love a doctor, right? So I uh-huh. went to the hair doctor because I have like thin hair and I'm like, what the hell's going <laughs> wait, on stop, here? Jade, wait, stop, Jade. <laughs> you have to talk more about what is a hair doctor. Okay, go to Beverly Hills. I mean, you know what I mean? There's every kind of doctor in the world, but I, this guy specializes in hair. He does hair transplants. You know what I mean? Like that crazy shit. Uh-huh. I definitely was like too fine. For his mm-hmm. practice. You know what I mean? He's like, it's a for really balding people yeah. and like people that are having dr- whatever, like alopecia and stuff. Anyway, but what they do is like they take a magnifying glass to your head, like to each follicle to see how it's growing wow. and like they take pictures and all that stuff. And he was like, oh, I can't wait. So he's looking through my hair and he's like with all of his nurses and things. And he goes, oh, I can't wait to hear this story. And I said, what story? And he was yeah. like, the scar on your head. And I was like, the, the what? I, I don't have a scar on my head. And he was like, no, you you definitely have a scar. Like, th- this is like something that you would definitely remember. And I was like, <gasps> what happened to me as Secret a child? Revealed. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, maybe like I just bonked it on some. I love the word bonk. Yeah, don't you? Yeah. I love that word bonk. It's, a good it's, one. It's, it's such a, it's an onomatopoeia. You know, it's like, <laughs> that's really what happens. So I was like, oh, maybe like I bonked my head. I'm so klutzy. Like maybe like, you know, clumsy or whatever. Yeah. Maybe I did that. He was like, no, this is something you would remember. <gasps> like you had maybe stitches or something type yeah, of thing? Yeah. Like he was like, maybe you went to the hospital you don't remember. And I was like traumatized. Like, of course, my, <gasps> I'm the youngest of four. My parents were like, we remember nothing about your childhood. They have no idea. <laughs> they literally have no. I'm like, what happened to me? This could explain what? so much. Like, meanwhile, I'm like here blaming it for like my depression and everything else wrong with me. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? Mystery scar. I know. Mystery scar that my parents thought they could hide from me with my hair. (laughs) And then forget about it. They did not realize I would go to the the fucking hair doctor in in my my late 20s. Right? Isn't that kind of creepy? That's terrifying. I know. That's wild. So, like, stay tuned. Like, maybe, I mean, I don't think we'll ever find out. Maybe you can, like, have someone go through your medical records. I mean, if you had stitches. Right. Presumably. There would be a record. It's a, it's some creepy shit. It's Wild it's scary. Jade. I know, I know. Okay, Body I just thought mysteries. that was so interesting. Is that it for us in this world? That might be it for us for today. I think we've done excellent work. I had like seventeen topics to talk well, you to you about. Went through all of them, I got through all of them. Holy shit, those were fast. They were quick, right? But we also like deep dived on stuff. I know we dug deep, like we were talking about digging deep versus staying on the surface. We dug deep. Mm-hmm. 
you know? And my lips were moisturized and shiny the whole time. But, okay, let's just actually tell the people what's happening. Her lips are... What is this lip gloss? We got to tell... I, it's like our, some... Oh, hold on. I will find it. Okay. So I'm pretty sure this came in an Ipsy box. <laughs> because I'm not a gloss girl. So I would never purchase this for myself. And this okay. might be the weirdest makeup name I've ever heard. But it is from Nature's Cartel. And what? it is... It is color VCR static. You're welcome, Nature's Cartel. I don't think they've ever gotten in a podcast red ad before. They have not. We're just giving out ads for free out here. Oh, look, she's reapplying it. It's got that doe foot applicator. It's good shit. I mean, like, your lips are really giving me, like, 90s main character energy. Yes. You know what Healthy, I mean? Healthy, moisturized, in my lane, she's glowing like a from the inside out. Health yes. and wellness. Wow. Girl, we did it today. We fucking did it. And I love you guys for listening. I mean, we just have fun out here. This is just Mm -hmm. a good times for all kind of activity. I don't don't really want this to end, but I guess it has to. Here we are. Okay. I love you guys. Catherine, I love you. Thank you for doing this with me. Always. Bye.